I'm John Abdella. I'm Patrick Green. This is just winging it. What up? <laughs> we are How officially uh, live now. Like we are as live. It's people are going to not have any idea what we're talking about because we've been, you know, there's been four episodes been a lot of by time, this point huh? that have come out. But yeah. but but in in our see we exist in two different time universes. There's like the universe that we record this, which is the future. And then there's the universe that we release it, which is like how you're getting it right now. So in the future timeline of this show, we are now officially live and uh, releasing episodes, which is also why we finally sound like a legit podcast. A legit operation. John spent $19 million and bought all new audio equipment. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I feel like a real big investment. podcaster right now. Like I feel like it's this pretty is a big exciting, deal. right? Yeah. We've but made it. People aren't even going to notice it. They're going to be like, I have no idea what he's no. talking about. Yeah. We've be, I've become somewhat fanatic about the sound now. Um, I actually, you're I Phil, heard you're Phil Spector, is what you're. Yeah, becoming. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like Going crazy. I, I had this, it was funny. I was just listening to the uh, WTF podcast. Want to give a big plug for that one because for me, that's like the podcast that. Um, I mean, I won't say it changed my life. That would be a bit much. Uh, it actually would be a way exaggeration. It didn't even come close to changing my life. Um, but Mark Marin, I think, does such a great job with his podcast there and uh, certainly inspiration for the kinds of conversations that I think we'd want to have. But anyway, he's he's become obsessed with his new garage. He just moved and the sound and all that. And uh, it was it was a funny episode to listen to right out as we were planning ours out. So uh, and I should say, that the, so John was like, well, this is the setup that he uses. And he sent an in-studio like picture it's from true. Mark Marin. And, and his guest is fucking Obama. Yeah. It's like Mark Marin figured, in his garage with President Obama sitting there. I figured we should benchmark. set the bar pretty high. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a, that's a good benchmark. Yeah. Um, so how have you been? I, I know you've uh, had a rough week. <laughs> I have had a rough week. And I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, but before I do, the, the sort of the gist of this episode really is FOMO. And yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of evolving from our, which is fear of missing out for all the other 94-year-olds listening to this podcast. Uh, and this is kind of evolving out of a conversation we had that last week kind of had sort of turned into a time management discussion. So we're going to talk a little more about that today and especially talk about that vis-a-vis fear of missing out on mm. things because it's sort of impossible it's to juggle deal. everything. But- this particular week has been impossible for me to juggle anything because of the freaking Registry of Motor Vehicles or the Department of Motor Vehicles, depending on which state you're listening to this in. I So, we, you know, Micah, my wife, has been amazing. She's like our tax person. Every year she does a really good job because we have very complex tax returns because we all do all this freelance stuff so like yeah so she gets it all together she does this amazing job she handles it somebody's got to do uh, it some and i am terrible as long as one person can handle that kind of stuff you oh my know, god I'm you're so in trouble bad if, at it. Uh, one can't i get so nervous i'm the, I'm I'm the person it. in our family who does it oh really yeah well, good yeah. for you yeah. john <laughs> so micah uh, is the superior person in our marriage and she did all yeah, this that's stuff. what i was trying to get at basically <laughs> And uh, and so she was like all the way done with it, and then she was like, "Oh, to submit it, we need to like give your license number." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, my license just expired because I just had a birthday." And uh, so I was like, "It can't be that bad." Last time I renewed my license, it took like ten minutes online. But you, it wasn't but this it, big deal. it's already expired, so you actually waited until after it expired to get a new one. Oh yeah, I've been illegally driving uh, for for quite a, for at least like two and a half weeks at this oh, good. point. And yeah. I'm just sort of like praying that I wasn't going to get pulled over. I'm glad you didn't have those new glasses on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was. It could have been. It could have been bad. But could've you know, I survived. Um, and I, it was something I had to do anyway. So I was like, okay, you know what? Monday morning, I'm just gonna I'm gonna like read all the documents. I'll get my stuff all ready to go, and then I'll go to the RMV, get this done. I like let work know, like, hey, I'll probably be in like a couple hours late. You know, I have to like renew this license before taxes are due. Like, you know, don't worry about it. Like, you know, I, you can reach me on my phone. 
So I, I, I like do some research. I'm like, the best bet here is going to be this AAA like discount, super quick. Oh, smart. RMV, the triple right? A. Yep. Yep. We're yep. paying for it anyway. Right. And I'm thinking like, this, this is what, this is what I should do. This is smart, you know. And I get there, and the line. In the at like eight thirty in the morning is into the parking lot at oh, the freaking AAA man. RMV. It looks like Star Wars opening night at in front <laughs> yeah, of the AAA. There's, there's tents outside. <laughs> I'm like, is like an iPhone release happening? So I go. Uh, so I get in this like just this crazy line, and I, you know it's going to be bad when people are coming separately and bringing supplies to people farther up the oh, line. Like man. there were these people who were like kind of they've got by. coolers with food. <laughs> yeah, they have like it's like it's insane. They have Pop like sleeping chairs. bags. Yeah, and I'm like, how long have they been? Have they been here? And, and the guy, like two people in front of me, has been like, it's been hours. Already. Oh, and I was man. like, what? So I'm waiting in line, and then I see this like woman coming down with like a checklist, you know making sure people have everything. And she's like, you know, somebody had laminated their social security card in front of me, so they got sent home. <laughs> somebody had... Uh, You're not allowed to do that? Th- no, no. Th- it's so draconian. Oh, There's so know, many I layers guess. of rules to this now. Um, and somebody hadn't finished the online application, so they got sent home. And meanwhile, I had not finished the online application because I was like, it's not a big deal. You know, I can do it when I'm there. Yeah. And I couldn't submit it online because of this real ID thing, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh. So I was like, well, I'll just go there and I'll talk to the specialist. You know, like I had such like a hokey idea of what this experience was going to be like. Um, so I went home after waiting for a very long time in line. And I was like doing the online application. I finished it. It was mm-hmm. very ex- extensive. I brought all the different forms of identification in our house, basically, that I could find. Like, just, like, <laughs> I filled my backpack like I was Santa Claus with, like, all of these with different forms, forms of identification. Of ID. This, yeah. yeah, it's like the worst forms Santa Claus. you didn't Claus. even know you had. I know. I yeah. was like, how do I have this shit? <laughs> but, you know, just in case. So I go back, and it's, like, maybe 12. It's, like, noon at this point, and mm-hmm. they have closed the line because the volume is so high that they won't be able to close the Holy office shit. by the end of the day. And I was like, oh, my God. So I go home. I get a power brick because I'm, like, missing hours of work at this point. Yeah. I have a lot of stuff to do. So I, like, uh, I like go home. I, I email the team. I'm like, this is turning into more than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to bring my work with me. If you need to, to reach me, I'm going to go to Watertown mm-hmm. to the – legendarily awful RMV in Watertown, Oh, yeah, we've all heard stories about have the Watertown been, have RMV. Have you been in there before? I mean, it's been a long time, but that's oh. the one I used to go to. I used to live in uh, around there. So. Oh, my God. It's just like it's in a mall, and it is just like just a nightmare. And the last time I did this, which was five years ago, uh-huh. was one of the worst days like of my adult life. It was such, <laughs> such a nightmare. <laughs> but I like went there, and I'm waiting in line, you know, because there's a line to be told how long the wait's going to oh, be. Yeah. So I'm yeah. waiting in line. And people are by this point they have like become it's like it's like when you see like Mad Max and there's these like mm-hmm. bands of wild mm-hmm. people in the desert with like their own culture and like their crazy outfits and they're like living <laughs> off like oil you know it was like that it was like these like bands of just these like crazy sub civilization like people have been there so long that there oh, were yeah. dialects forming well I told you I had imagined you as uh, you know Captain Willard in Apocalypse Now <laughs> right? just like going down the river trying to find your way you know right. through the line. I felt like that I was like it's like you know the scene in Apocalypse Now when like the fan is spinning in slow motion yeah, 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 and Martin yeah. Sheen is like I was like I was already at that point and I didn't even I wasn't even in the actual line I was in the line oh, to be told man. how long I had to wait so I waited in that forever and then I get to the front and she's like it's a minimum six hour wait minimum six hour minimum wait. six hour Good wait God. so I was so I finished my work day sitting on the floor of a mall you know using my phone as a hotspot and I and I left because it was like getting dark out and I just needed to be done with it so I was like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to go to the Cutting Edge new RMV at Haymarket in the Boston. Cutting edge. The like really nice one because my team members they were like, you have to go to. It's like amazing. It's like it'll change your it'll change your life almost as much as Mark Maron's podcast changed your life. <laughs> 
And uh, so I get there like super early, like before work. I was like, I'm just going to get this done with thinking like if I get there before business hours, you know, yeah, there'll yeah. be a chance. And no, it was already. You got to sleep over, man. Disaster. You got to commit. You got to commit. So I get there and like there's just it's just an ocean of people. I'll show you a picture of it. It's absolutely insane. And uh, and I and I get my like waiting number and they're like, it's going to be like two to six hours. So two buckle up, hours. buckle up, sweetheart, you know. <laughs> So I like find this like encampment in there and I get on the Wi-Fi and I'm like literally I like email the team. I'm just going to be working remotely from yeah, the RMV from the today. RMV. And I just had a full basically work day. In so what made that RMV. place state of the art? Well, it, it, it had the capacity. Which I mean, it had nice. Wi-Fi. Like, I guess it had that's Wi-Fi, something, right? It had windows that weren't broken, which was really appreciated. Uh, <laughs> the bar's pretty low for RMVs. There was a, some kind of air circulation going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there were literally police officers there because it, people were so frustrated that they they needed to be like reassured that like wow. things were under control. Um, so I get all the way to the front of this line. By this by this point, I mean I've been pro- it's probably ten hours into my RMV experience, and I get to the front of the line, and I like present. 8,000 different forms of identification for every category and she's having issues with all of them. She's like, well, like this isn't the right like format. Like your social is not close enough to your W-2 information. What? I'm like, what? Um, and she's like, you didn't laminate your social card, did you? I'm like, <laughs> no, I didn't laminate my social security card. I'm like, please. And then she gets to the very end of my application and I had signed it in the wrong pen color. Oh, no. And she was like, "This I can't accept this. No. And I was like, please, you don't know what I've been through. So she's like, okay, I'll just print it out. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> okay, I'll just... So wait a minute. She almost turned you back to a six-hour yeah. wait. Well, I think she was kind of wielding the power of the... that moment. Of like, just to watch me crumble. Oh, you know? man. Just Interesting psychology there, huh? But but instead of crumbling, I just started laughing. I was laughing, like, really I mean, because that point, you were hard. insane. Again, Captain Willard, you made it to the end. You met Captain... Uh... What's Kurtz. his name? Kurtz, Kurtz right? Yeah, Colonel Kurtz. Right, it but you lost your sanity. I was looking at Marlon Brando, sweaty and bald, across from me. Yeah. Um, How did you get here? It was like, <laughs> it was such a haunting experience. <laughs> so I start like laughing like the Joker in the animated Batman series. And, and she and she snaps oh, my man. picture and I'm like desperately trying to like get it back together yeah, again. Yeah. There's tears on my face. Um, yeah, I saw the photo. I got, His I license, license actually has tears. His actual um, tears streaming down, down my face. face yeah, yeah, it's very dramatic. It is. But so, long story short, I I'm lost glad you're here. Basically, two days of my life. Not to mention, RMB. we had to reschedule this recording. We did. We did. People were thanks RMV. Uh, there were people were up and angry about that. So yeah, that's my uh, incredibly long story, which we'll probably have to edit for Just content. Just one hack. But yeah, it's tough, man. Time management and, and missing out on things because you're you have to be an adult, semi, is semi. very difficult. It's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think um, this transition that's been one of the hardest things to figure out how you can possibly squeeze everything in uh, into a day. Um, there, there was a funny moment that came up a couple of days ago for uh, me and Bethany. So we're doing this this squat challenge. I think it might be like a. Uh, un- universal thing. <laughs> Everyone in the world right now is doing a squat yeah, challenge squat for the challenge. month of April. Um, you I mean don't know. doing squats, like butt exercise, like yeah, glute yeah, exercises. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how. I think it was my sister in law who discovered it, and uh-huh. she was talking to um, to Bethany, my wife. You know, so it's her sister, and they had been planning out the squat challenge, and so they talked about it at Easter. We had a get together. And the whole family was like, all right, let's 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 all do this. We're going to do, you know, a, 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 another. So you start with like, you know, 10 and you add one more each day. So you, by the end of it, you're doing 30 squats a day, which actually that's a, is that's, not. That's, that's a lot of squats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not too bad. So, of course, each day it's like before we go to bed, basically, we're doing squats, you know, <laughs> yeah. to try to finish them. And so we had this moment 
the other day where <laughs> so we were putting the kids down to sleep uh-huh. and we were in their room and they were taking longer than usual it took both of us to to get them both down cuz right. as you know sometimes that can be a two person job now Herculean. that, now that yeah. you've got two kids yeah exactly yeah. and they're in the same room so that offers its own mm-hmm. complexities so um, you know, one wakes up and it's like, <laughs> you're all over that. It's you like know, an air it's raid like siren. Yeah. Right, exactly. Our son yeah. Luke, he, he doesn't wait very long before we rush in there now when he cries or whatever. Like an old timey um, fire department, like breaking down a door with like, <laughs> <laughs> I picture like in old movies where That's like, the fire department like, jumps Except off we have horses. to be absolutely silent. Right, right. A silent old timey fire department. Right. That's parenting. That is pretty much parenting. And so, <laughs> old timey fire department. <laughs> I know so, I have a very specific image of my I head. love that though. Yeah. It's it's perfect. So we're both in the room and we're getting them quiet. Luke finally he's asleep. Grace is like half asleep. Mm-hmm. Um but she's still at that point where if you move suddenly or make any sort of noise, right. she'll quickly turn over and wake up fully. It's the, the bear in trap that moment. Mode, yeah. Right. And then right. you have to start over again. You right. know, it's well, like yeah. start from zero. Oh god, I freaking hate that. Um so she was in that halfway place. Um my wife Bethany's sitting in a chair, and I'm I'm sitting next to Grace's bed on the floor. And suddenly, I realize I haven't done my squats today. Oh! And so, pitch it's pitch black. I mean, there's a nightlight in there, so you can sort of see like <laughs> shadows, right? right, or silhouettes. And so, I start I get up and I just start doing my squats <laughs> in the room. And I'm I'm trying as hard as I can, of course, to contain you know my laughter at right. how ridiculous this is. And, and you're then, grunting at the and then Bethany of in the same moment realizes she hasn't done hers, oh so God. she's across the room, and she starts doing squats, and, <laughs> and we're facing each other doing squats. Which, by the way, just that alone, looking at someone else doing it's squats, so is so ridiculously <laughs> I awkward. I mean, try not laughing. I I dare you, listening right now. Do squats. Do squats in the mirror. Just find a stranger and be or like, hey, do you want to do 100 squats with me? And we can yeah. look in each other's eyes as we do it. And just, It's a really great icebreaker if you just oh, find man. somebody in the street. So awkward. Yeah. So we're doing it in the dark. And then I'm thinking. It's very romantic. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. kind of, it was, there was a, little, a touch yeah. of romance. Yeah. Mostly comedy. Um, but trying to contain it. A romantic it, comedy. Because you can't right. actually laugh out loud. Right. And right. So, because it's a bear trap situation. Exactly. Yeah. So we're we're both trying to contain our laughter. And I'm just thinking. How ridiculous. This could actually leave a, a scar on my daughter if she turns around and she sees still two silhouettes doing squats in front of her with no context, you know, like it's just like it's like what am I looking at? Like what, yeah. there's so many layers of mystery to that. Right? It's like an episode of Lost where the polar bear arrives and you're like, "What the fuck?" I mean, she'd spend the rest of her life trying to figure out what that was all she about. She would remember that. She yeah. would. So, and then there was a moment where she started to hear us because we, you know, we burst into giggles or whatever. Right. And we had to just stop what we were doing and pretend like <laughs> nothing was happening, you know, <laughs> and then so resume fun. the squats after she turned around again. So, I mean, it was a successful moment, but it, in that moment I was thinking, how ridiculous is this? You talk about FOMO and time management. Um, and it's like, how do you get it all done in a day? It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. So, so we do the same kind of thing at night because we, because my wife and I, we share like you know we both have Apple Watches. Big up Apple Watch, changed my oh, life. Samsung Almost gear as much over as here. Mark I'm with yeah. the Samsung. We'll talk. We'll, we'll take talk sponsors about this. Yeah. from either. So <laughs> yeah, if you're both listening, interested in this show. So, oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, Tim Cook, call me. <laughs> Um, but we both have Apple Watches and we share fitness activities on it, oh, which, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. love. I and think you can like great... sort of uh, challenge each other. Yeah, and you can uh-huh. be like, "Hey, I noticed you're still at 96 percent oh, for your move goal." You know, I like that fat. So, like, why don't you do something about it? <laughs> um, 
and so but it's it's actually it's a really great very nice gentle motivator to be like you know what i i do want to follow through on my move goal for the day and so sometimes we'll find ourselves at like 10 30 at night when like we finally get to like relax before bed and we both like have like a little bit left on our move goal <laughs> and if it's like within like if it's like 98 99 percent i'll just yeah. like kind of run around the house oh, a few yeah. times yeah <laughs> actually I see bethany doing that occasionally i did that uh we were at my parents house last month for i think it was for easter actually too and we stayed over the night, and, and I wasn't done with my move goal, and it was like 1130 at night. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And Micah was asleep on the couch. Everybody was asleep in the house. And then I just start silently running back and forth. <laughs> and my mom thought, like, something was wrong. So she, like, kind of creeps downstairs. And then I scared the shit oh, out of her. Man. And she screamed. She saw you just running back and just forth. Just saw this grown Can man you running around silently. And I wasn't making noise. I Watching your grown up. adult son. Sweating and silently She probably running. thought you had gone just totally mental. She, she was waiting for it, to yeah. be fair, since I was one, probably, yeah. But, yeah, that's right. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. But so, so sometimes, like, it'll be late at night, and we haven't closed our move goals yet. And we have this app on our, on our watch and our phones, which I'm going to give a plug for. Uh, and it also actually has a great time management app, which I will tell you about. Oh. But uh, it's called gonna... Carrot. Carrot, okay. And uh, it I is like it. my favorite application family. It, like you will love this thing. Yeah? It's basically so – it, so it was made by this guy who wanted to be a screenwriter and he like went to Hollywood and it didn't work out. And he was like, well, now what am I going to do with, with my life? And he got like – uh, like SDKs for dummies, like software mm-hmm. development kits for dummies. And yeah. he was like, I wonder if I can make an app, you know. And he was really good at it. And he was like, well, I wonder if I could make it kind of like my, if I could use my screenwriting skills and like build an, a usable application around it. Wow. So he decided Bold. to make this like, this this pretend AI character called Carrot, which is like very mean and like That's really such thinks a humans smart are way to so do it. stupid. Yeah. And she's just this like supercilious, like douchebag, amazing uh, thing that ha- is in common across like the weather app and like the task management app and the workout app and she's just so belittling and like mean and it's just so funny and like he- he's a great writer so like yeah, yeah. and he's uh, constantly updating it with like timely things so you open the weather app and it has like some remark on like you know Trump's lawyers being broken into by the FBI like looking like a cloud and this, you know Wow, um, that's so clever. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah. But so the workout app is just is just incredible. And like it, your little avatar on it is always like just like morbidly overweight. No matter how much weight you lose, <laughs> it's this like fat little thing crying because uh-huh. it cries. And uh, so it's even, like a Tamagotchi, like, but um, it sort of reverses <laughs> but it, right? It never it's gets to, better. Yeah, it's taking care of you instead of you it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, uh, and so if you, if, you know, so she gets pissed off if you haven't closed your move goal for the day, you know, so she'll ping me at like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you should probably do a few minutes of hell. And so she has these <laughs> set like seven minute in hell exercises you can do that are like very intense. And it's like interval. It's like high intensity interval training. Yeah. And she just like makes fun of you the entire time and like tells you how this stupid app you is look. Brilliant. It's so great. I know. And so my wife we'll and I love from this. Yes, Carrot. <laughs> we love these apps. And we both, we did the whole family upgrade. So we got like every single app that they make. And um, and it's so funny because like we do these seven minute in hell workouts together now at night. Like yeah. we haven't closed yeah. our move goal. And it's like so intense. Like we're like buckets of sweat. We're like hyperventilating, being yelled at by a robot. And like, <laughs> and I like look across the squats are one of the amazing. exercises. And yeah. we'll look across at each other and just be like laughing. Like what are we doing in our lives right now? Yeah. That like it's like 1030 at night. We're sweating, getting yelled at by a There's robot. There's a touch of insanity in parenting. Maybe more than a touch at times. There's a touch, a touch of insanity. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a spe- it's like <clears throat> just your default mode is a touch of insanity, and then you go all the way to totally insane to actually in those really insane. difficult yeah. moments of parenting. Right. But there's always at least a touch of insanity. Right. You know what I, I mean? I would totally that you, agree. That you bring you do to whatever. weird shit. Like you, you end up yeah. deviating from what people who don't have that concern do. You right. Know? Right. Like a normal person doesn't frantically try to get their move goal closed at 1030 because a normal person has time to do that. You know, yeah. a normal person, I think so. a non-parent. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe not always, but there's more flexibility when you don't have kids in the schedule Ugh, yeah. or if you don't, um, you know, for me and I know for you, like having time with the kids is really important. We've talked about that a little bit on here. Yeah. And making sure that I really hold that sort of sacred. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. Every single day, if I am at all able to, I will make sure I take the five o'clock train home. And I will always be there so that I get a few hours with them before they go to sleep. Yeah, night. exactly. But that means I can't like, go to the gym after work, usually. Gym, you, know? you can't do, like, other, you know, uh, after work kind of stuff. Housework. Um, like, house stuff, yeah, it's so Putting away laundry. Like, I, like, <laughs> I put away my laundry, like, once every season at this point. I just get these <laughs> piles of clothes that are clean, but, like, uh, I just, like, don't have time to put do anything with it. Yeah. So they just, like, just live on, you know, in the bedroom. Um, it's the, crazy. The challenge for me there is... Um, that I totally agree with you, and I'm really excited. Oftentimes, when I'm go- when I go home, it's like, all right, I'm out of work, get to see the kids. You know, it's great picking them up, and usually they're mm. really happy to see you. Usually, um, <laughs> and it's a fun thing. You get some time with them, and that's like, you know, what parenting is all about. I mean, in our case, um, we don't see them all day. We're working, right? And so you really do. Uh, that time is precious, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, once you spend like maybe a good two minutes in that time, that's when I start thinking about bedtime. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm like. This is good. This, I, I'm enjoying this, but I'm also really tired. I right, could, right. You know, it's well, like, you go to bed at like seven o'clock. Yeah, pretty much seven thirty. Yeah, like right? sorry to respond yeah, to your yeah, text. Yeah. I'm like, that was at dinner time last night. <laughs> you're like, I've been asleep. I don't know what time you're eating dinner, man. <laughs> you're really a midnight uh, rambler, burning there, the midnight huh? yeah. oil, eating dinner. Yeah. Um, so uh, for us, you know, I do find this interesting thing with parenting where it's like you so look forward to those that time you get with your kids and then when you're in the middle of it um at least this is for me i'll speak for myself right. as a as a bad parent <laughs> um that i also can't wait until they're ready to go to bed so i can like relax for 5 minutes at the end of the night right you know what right. i mean and it's oh, this weird there's thing there's always an element of that and then they go to bed right and then you're like oh i kind of miss them right now yeah oh yeah <laughs> and and i will say that the my, probably my favorite time is when i'm just when they're waking up and like that first, you know, you're seeing them in the morning. Um, there's still something so magical about that, you know, like whether it's my daughter who comes out of bed and she's like, her hair is like everywhere yeah. and she just has this delightful, like half asleep face and, you know, excited to see you in the morning. So cute. Um, and then of course, you know, my son now he's five months and he's just like so smiley when he sees us. So, uh, you know, that morning moment. And then that's like, Breaks into chaos, you know, trying to get them ready. I know, it, screaming at her. There's like a twenty minutes of just beautiful, the placid, like yeah. just like this is like what parenting. There's birds singing, you know. Oh, totally. And then you're like, I'm. It's late like the for start of a everything. Disney movie. You know, right? we're it's all like, like the, dancing and singing. Yeah, they're baking pies inexplicably. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you realize what time it is, and then it's just like this nightmare, frantic, like get out of preschool. Like, yeah. you're like, why don't I have pants on? Like, what? <laughs> why did I put my laundry How away? About watching kids put on their shoes. I mean, I oh, know you're so cute. There's so many activities that you want to let them do on their own, right? Right. Um, but you do, and it takes like a half <laughs> it takes hour. So long. And their shoes are on the wrong feet. Oh my and god! It's like, I know. Jude still oh, does man. that actually. It's a practice it's, and patience. Because he doesn't care if it's on the wrong foot. Like he's totally comfortable <laughs> really? with the shoes on the wrong That's foot. So uncomfortable. So he just doesn't even notice yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, That's and, awesome. But he's so cute. He always goes like, is this the right foot, Daddy? And I'm like, yeah, it's the, it's the right foot, you know. That's so Because he's kind of getting better at it. But still, to this day, like, he'll go sometimes for hours. Yeah. With the right, and we won't even notice it. And then we'll be, like, walking around, and I'll be like, it looks like he got something, like, got hit by a car or something. <laughs> His feet do not look right. Uh, it's just because he's had the boots on the wrong foot. Yeah. But well. it's just, it's funny, yeah, like, the time... It becomes very spe- it, it, to me. It became it becomes very specific. Mm-hmm. Before having kids, I was a very non-pattern oriented person. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not not for me. Yeah, because you're like an actual adult. You're like a responsible person <laughs> who can pay taxes. Well, I don't. Look yeah, at yeah, you. yeah. Exactly. I can organize our taxes like an adult. Um, but but I, but I mean, I I used to thrive on chaos. Chaos. I thrive on chaos. <laughs> I just like you know. I like that. Like I, I like sort of living by. Uh, the sort of like you know I, I I I would always meet deadlines and get things done, but it was always kind of interesting how I would get there and you know yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. like I would go I mean, to sleep yeah, early and wake that. up I in the middle yeah, of the yeah, night yeah. work or something you know it just it was flexibility you know oh absolutely or like pull an all nighter and not be destroyed for a month you know what I mean for a month <laughs> literally I couldn't even I can't even imagine pulling an all nighter now no I could not even fathom I mean aside from to do that you know the all nighters that you pull trying to get your kids to the sleep. the accidental ones right, right but exactly. like with the idea of like of like. Staying working up on a night. project until like three in the morning I, I would I would be dead if I did that <laughs> right now like I'm on such a thin thread of being able to survive oh just on the brink exactly it's crazy it is and uh so, I, but I feel like having kids to me has brought patterns more into the mix of my you have of my to daily life. otherwise it's impossible right you just have to yeah I mean and I'm okay I've been okay with that because I think maybe I didn't realize how much I do find comfort in in keeping my life somewhat organized. Right. So, like, you know, that goes with the house, like, trying to, as much as possible, keep things organized. That just mentally, you know, it, it keeps me in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same, I think, goes with time, where I'd like to at least have a sense for, you know, what my day's going to look like or whatever. Now, I'm not the person who, you know, plans a week ahead or that kind of thing. I mean, who I can't even understand how you can get a week ahead. Um, I'm taking it day by day, but (laughs) I'm taking it literally minute by minute. Yeah, exactly. But, but having somewhat of a routine I find to be really helpful. And, and in terms of this FOMO question, you know, the fear of missing out, I have found that, um, that has diminished for me in, in a time now where, so you have less of it. You'd think, you know, um, by having less time to do stuff, the the fear would sort of amplify, right? Mm -hmm. Because I can't now hang out with friends as much or do things, um, you know, that were, (laughs) <laughs> that don't involve parenting. Um, but I think for me, I don't know. I guess I, I don't, I understand that it is this, I mentioned this in the first episode. I feel like as, particularly with our generation, I think we do this thing where we start to hoard, um, not things, not objects, not stuff, but uh, experiences, mm-hmm. you know, in moments. And we sort of, we want to be everywhere and do everything. Um, and I have found for myself that has, diminished um, <laughs> quite a bit right because it's just like there's there ain't no way it's happening because it's always i want to be in bed and asleep yeah that's what i want to be doing <laughs> yeah so if it's fear of missing sleep you know th- then you've got me right that's it's like so true. that's where parents are it's at. so stressful like if, I, if i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna get home until 10 that yeah. means i'm not gonna get to bed until like 12 oh you know? yeah that like, every oh, decision i make so revolves stressful. around whether i'm gonna get sleep tonight but then I always see th- this is this is a place where we differentiate. I mm-hmm. think where we differ because I always, even in those situations, end up staying up too late because there's just I just like yeah I just don't want to go to bed yet. Like I still want to. There's like like last night for example, it was it, it was I was out late, which I'll talk about in terms of FOMO shortly, and uh, and I got back 
and I really have wanted to watch The Terror on AMC. Do you know about The Terror? No. Oh, I'm just <laughs> laughing because you decided to watch a movie after. Well, it's a, it's a show. It's a, it's a cinematic okay, show. show. Oh, a cinematic show. But it's okay. about this, these expeditions I do know what that, you mean by that lost in the I'm Arctic. on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would you would love this shit. Yeah, yeah. it sounds awesome. Um, and I've wanted to, it came out like you know weeks ago, and I've been like wanting to like watch it, but I just never have time to. And so like I've, I like every night we like fall asleep too early, and I'm like I'm like oh tonight's gonna be the night we're gonna finally watch it, and then we fall asleep. Yeah, and tonight's gonna be the night we're gonna finally watch it, and then we fall asleep. And then last night we were falling asleep, and I was like no like. Like I'm gonna Slapping watch it yourself, tonight. Yeah, I'm like pouring ice myself. on Micah, uh-huh. and Micah just fell asleep. And I was like, "Please!" Like I was like shaking her. Like <laughs> she's like, "It's not worth it." I'm like, "We it's have like, to try." It's not worth it. <laughs> Save yourself. It's like yeah, the Titanic. You know, she's clinging on to the board <laughs> right. and just lets go and yeah. drifts off into sleep. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. For, I mean, for the record, I think I would. If I were in that situation with the Titanic, I would just let go. I'd be I mean, like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. I just want to sleep forever. <laughs> I just you know what I mean? I'm not going to sleep. I just want to go to bed. On board with that. So so we were so last night I was like I'm gonna do this and I started watching it and I fell asleep before the credits started uh-huh. like literally like the AMC banner came on and I was already asleep and then I woke up <laughs> at like one in the morning and it was just the TV was on and I was like completely asleep and you had no memory I of had dreams why you in were the there meantime. like how I you had got like there fully fall asleep yeah 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 I was completely confused so anyway long story short uh, sleep is definitely an important thing to it catch is. up on and there is that funny thing I can relate though with like you know. Your your eyes are on the prize. You want to go to sleep, and then you get your kids to bed successfully, and you're like, oh, maybe I could do, you know do something relaxing, fun right now for a little while. You need to have some of that. Um, you you know? do, you really do. And and you know, my wife and I certainly look forward to that each night. I mean, these days, like we've gone from you know we used to be able to watch like hour long shows at night because um, my daughter, you know, eventually she got into a better routine as a two year old. Um, and then once my son came along, it's like we're back to if we're lucky, we'll get a half hour show that we can watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's tough. But you know, that's what it's all about, right? It is, it is about us, and it won't always be like that. But but for now, it's definitely yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. So <clears throat> there's something to this idea of the missing out um, as well. In that, what I worry about sometimes is when I'm in that mode where I'm like, oh man, I can't wait until they go to bed so I can just like have some relaxation time. Uh, I re- fully realized that it takes me out of the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, I'm actually missing yes, out on that yes. precious time. So like my daughter, and she knows, like she'll <laughs> when she sees me sort of wander off, like she'll totally pick up on that yeah. and call me out on it. And like for example, um, we were reading a Star Wars book, obviously last uh-huh. night, you know, and Which I started one? getting into that mode. So it's the five minute stories. Yeah, stories. you Love got it. it. Oh yeah, it's so good, right? The Shout Rancor's out. in there. That's my shit. Um, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she'll. She'll, we'll be reading it, and she'll say something like, "Oh yeah, they're all scared of C three PO," and I'm and I and I because I was thinking about probably this podcast. You know, we released the first episode, whatever, and my mind was like half there and half reading, and so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's they're all scared of C three PO," and then she said it again because she knew that that wasn't accurate. Oh, she was testing, and you. she was testing yeah. me. They do this. They test you. They know. They do. And so I, you know, and then, and finally I like knocked out of it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Darth Vader. They're scared of Darth Vader. You know, right. <laughs> we have to rectify this. <laughs> exactly. And then she was on the right track. Cause I mean, you know, I, the last thing I want her to do is think of uh, C3PO as the villain. Although that would character. be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, we've never seen that. We've, we've never, never explored, explored that. The possibility. red arm is a good avenue. Oh, for that, man. Something has changed. Wow. Imagine if you know? since the beginning he was a villain. Like there was some, there were things that oh he was doing. Oh, my God. He's playing the long game. But he's it actually. All. He's Darth Sidious. <laughs> the long game, and then and then in the end, he's going to do Anakin. his "We're doomed," but he's going to be like "We're doomed, we're doomed," <laughs> and then he's going to just take everybody down with him. Couldn't he use other he's voices? So actually, I mean, 
Well, like, what's to stop him if he can do all these different languages? Why can't he do? Different I know he voices? doesn't voice modulate. No, know. he's a very he's a he's a translating robot. I yeah. mean, you, know, you can't you can't hold. I mean, you know, he's not like for entertainment. <laughs> he's not going to dance for you, John. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, so, I, 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 I you're think, missing out in terms of kids. Yeah, is actually you know because I suggested that we do this FOMO episode specifically today because it's something I've been thinking about a lot because last night. I had to miss out on that time with the kids because yeah. we had a reunion with a bunch of old Oxfam friends who had you know traveled and come back and I, I and oh, I needed great. to be there for it because yeah. I hadn't seen these people and some of these people in years and of you know and there's not many chances to do that but it was it was really truly hard and I love these people and it was really truly hard for me to still commit to doing it mm-hmm. because I felt like I was losing that time with our kids yeah and it's already something that's always on my mind like it is always you. on my and, and I know it's probably, probably too too much so like I'm probably too obsessive over that mm-hmm. but I really because and it's not because I'm like trying to be like a quote unquote good dad it's because I really want time with the kids you know yeah of course like it's a really it's a really amazing transformative thing and knowing that I was not going to get that that I would get home after they went to sleep was really uh, hurtful for me like it really sucked like it, it, it was it was difficult I and mean, I still had a great time and I got back and like, you know, I had promised Jude that I would like at least lay with him, you know, in, in bed. So he at least knew that I was going to be there, even though he was asleep, that I would come and like, like just right, lay next right. to him for a while. So yeah. I think that gave him some comfort in that way. Did you do that when you but got home or did, I did you just lie yeah. to him? <laughs> no, okay. no, I did. Yeah. But, and then I tried to watch the terror and that was it. Yeah. No, but I, you know, I, I did. And then this morning when, when we woke up, I was like, hey, do you remember like I did come in there? And he was like, no. <laughs> Because he had no idea because he was of asleep. Of course, yeah. So yeah. it was really just for me. Well, like, and you talk about the, the, those moments. I, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, go ahead. I, I mean, it's funny because like kids, of course, his reaction is what got me thinking about this. I mean, they only live in the moment. Right. You know, so um, maybe that changes as they grow up. I mean, you know, my oldest is only two and a half. But um, in that mo- like, of course, you know, Jude didn't hang on to that thought. And I suppose right. they tend to, you know, they can get excited about things that are happening. But I mean, at least for Grace, there's only right now. There's yesterday, mm-hmm. which everything happened yesterday. Like we right. went on vacation yesterday, even though it was a month ago. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. All yeah of us that. too. Although Jude says last year now. For oh, some that's funny. I'm like, yeah, he's replaced it's worse it. <laughs> time. At that's time so funny. Violation. Yeah. Or there's tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's just right. happening tomorrow. Right. Like we're going to you know swim lessons tomorrow. It's like nope, that's not till Sunday. <laughs> right. Um, right. It's pretty funny. But anyway, it, it is interesting that um, in a way they they sort of have this innate ability to just be in the moment because it's right. like what else is there, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense. But for us. It's it's bringing ourselves back to the moment, which is so hard to do because I, I just I can relate to that experience with kids like because you want to be able to experience other things and, you know, um, maintain relationships with friends and other people. And also it's good for your own mental health to take mm-hmm. breaks. Right. But then when you're in that moment, it's like you're thinking about the kids again and yeah. wanting to be there. Um, and so I guess this question of being fully present, um, it sounds to me like that may be more of the. uh that's the critical piece to all this, rather than the FOMO, which becomes maybe an obsession or a hoarding of things. That's how I'd sum it up. You're nodding like, "What the fuck is this kid?" No, talking no, no, about? no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking that's 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 a good way to put it. I, I think it's 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 all about being present. It's yeah. about it, which which for some reason I'm the worst at. I don't I don't know what has happened. I don't but think like, that's true. No, it is actually the like... thing that I found that um, oh man, here I do here I go again putting you up on a high horse. I gotta <laughs> stop doing this. But I think for you, you're you're a person who, from my experience, um, you enter into a interaction with Patrick, and it, and I find that you're you bring your total like yourself to that moment, and you're you know you're passionate, you're energized, 
um, even if it's in the middle of a bad day or whatever may be the case. I mean, oh, that's thanks, been man. that's the outside experience. Yeah. Maybe internally, you're, there's chaos there. I don't yeah. know what's going <laughs> no, no, on. Internal, internally, it's it's a it's usually a very different. You're usually experience. not present at all. Well, I, I feel I was thinking about this this morning, knowing that we were recording today. I, I feel like I have very little control over what my mind is actually doing mm. at any given time. Yeah. Which I think is a, is kind of okay usually. I, I'm pretty good at saying on top of that in general, but I feel like I'm getting worse, maybe because I'm just tired all the time. I'm getting worse <laughs> at keeping that in check now. Uh-huh. Like I'm getting worse at just like stop it because I'm always thinking about other things. I'm getting very bad at like just like stopping doing that and just being like, what am I actually in this and moment? And staying focused on the moment. Doing yeah. and like what is actually happening? Like how much time is actually going by? What am I actually doing? Not like what are the implications? Like I, I, you know, like I'm reading these books right now that I'm like incredibly obsessed with. That I'll save for another time. The fact and that you're I'm reading like, any books right now is impressive. But anyway, <laughs> well, although I've really learned the importance of audiobooks in this because mm, although that I, I and I switch back and forth yeah. between the two, you know, yeah, because I'm ridiculous. But that sounds um, ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But it's just, but like as I'm like we went on a hike yesterday and we're uh-huh. going on a hike two days ago and we're yeah, going it's on a hike so today, nice which being been outside nice. again exactly and on the hike like I'm like thinking about all these things on the hike that are reminding me of the book that I'm reading and and meanwhile I'm like also holding you know Henry's hand and like keeping and him like, alive on this <laughs> yeah hike. from falling into swamps right and I'm like just get out of the book moment and just like be in this moment with Henry because yeah. like you you will regret it because he's going to be asleep in an hour right? and you're going to be like oh that hike was beautiful and I'm glad we have pictures of it but I was thinking about nine things the whole time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I really personally want to continue to get better at stopping doing that and honing my ability to to stay present because I think that I feel like time is going more quickly than it actually mm. is because it's so true because you're not to... fully experiencing it. Yeah. Do you, do you get that? Do oh, you feel like I, that? 100%. I mean, for okay. me, I, the, I've, I've sort of um, practiced this through meditation. We've right, talked about right, the Headspace right, right, app, right. another great app. We're doing a lot of plugs in this yeah, show. We are. Yeah. Um, this is good. So, you know, that app for me has been really helpful. Granted, I'm not doing it every day like I should be. You know, right. I was at one point, but again, finding the time. But anyway, me- the practice of meditation can help in that um, what I've experienced there is rather than trying to sort of just like block it and make yourself feel guilty and, you know, just stop it from happening, you it's a gentler kind of thing where you just you just acknowledge that it's there. Mm. You know, and the more you can do that, I've found I that do. I love the more, that. Yeah. The headspace the, when, he, when, he, when he's like, it's OK that you're distracted by the cards outside. Yeah, it's just happening. they're there. All you're you doing do is acknowledging what you're thinking about. And just right. by that and not. And not being in a place where you're like, I can't think about this. Because the, right. the more you try to not do something, um, the harder it becomes. Right. And in fact, by setting up that model of I should do this, should do, you know, should do that, there's already you're introducing failure into that equation. Mm, so it's so interesting. Rather very than just, zen. Right, it is. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, but but who the hell can do this in every moment of every know, day? Know. You know, aside from like the Dalai Lama. I know. Um, that is actually, I am reading a book by him and Desmond Tutu, The Book of Joy, which... Uh, has, is proving to be a good one, and we should talk and about it at some point. It's another sponsor for our um, show, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're throwing out a lot, up, of, a lot of hooks here. Yeah. I hope someone picks up the bait. <laughs> We've got a good opportunity. We've got a wide audience. I'm just saying. i got some delicious Nathan's brand hot dogs yeah. waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do feel that, you know, as much as we can do that and keep ourselves in the present, I mean, we talk about this, this podcast allowing us to sort of explore the meaning of life um, in a somewhat, you know, tongue-in-cheek manner. But, I mean, the reality is I think that's what we're, we're getting at here. It's like mm-hmm. how do we live meaningful lives? And I think being present rather than being obsessed with, you know, missing out on something else or thinking back or, or – connect. I mean – 
the more we can be in the moment, I think the better off we're going to be in our lives. Um, I say I think because, hey, who the hell knows? I mean, I I don't know what that will look like when I'm there. <laughs> but it's all just I, I do think that to get dur- there. during phases of life where I have put more effort into being just very present in mm-hmm. the moment, uh, I have noticed that I've been happier. And, yeah. and I, so I do think that it is like a, an empirically better way to, to live your life. <laughs> but it's hard to be productive. And well, it's, and, it is. You know, yeah. And it's hard to like... To have a wide variety of creative pursuits or friend groups. or you know, the, the other thing for me with FOMO is mm. there are pockets of people in my life that I care about a lot yeah. who I know value time with me for whatever ridiculous reason that like I want ridiculous to be able to. No, yeah, they're wrong in wanting time with me, but yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. There are people who I really want to put time into wanna, the relationship. Right, and that's the thing. Relationships require that nurturing, they do, right? They, mm-hmm. they do. Or, and, and also, though, I'm aware that there's just not time to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, finding ways to maintain this, no, like, to, to make people know that I do actually care and that I do miss them. Yeah. And I'm not, like, making I hear an you. excuse. It's just, like, I literally just don't have the actual time to do it. I can totally relate to you there. And it's so, it's it's so, so hard. hard. And I always feel like such an ass. Like, I always feel like I'm letting people Well, know. and here's the thing. The flip side of that, too, I've found is that there, there's another bucket of people who, who fucking <laughs> extract your time yeah. and you don't want to really be around or... Right. Um, or, you know, people or, or moments or whatever. And I have found my tolerance for that has so diminished as mm. well. So, like, I just – I don't really care as much about that. Um, in, in other words, I know I'm disappointing people, um, some people out there who, you know, I'm not putting as much energy into it because it's like <laughs> – this is awful. But, you know, that relationship for me, um, it, it wasn't uh, – it wasn't, I guess, meaningful in the ways that I would want it to be, you know. Um, it's a type of person that isn't necessarily, um, man, I'm trying to figure out how to put this nicely, but I don't know. I, I, I just think the reality is we've all got people in our lives who maybe take more than they give yeah. and, you know, finding the people that there's a mutual exchange there of giving and taking, um, and that you want in your lives and especially in your family's lives, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it is really important because, if you can also sort of get that balance right, I find that it at least will give you some time to focus on the people who are right. really important. And it's funny. If we had had this conversation three or four years ago, I would have immediately known exactly what you're talking about and had people in mind. And you would have gotten my, my hint that it, one of them was you. <laughs> yeah, right, I would have yeah. been like, oh, that's me. <laughs> no, but I, I don't have anybody in my life like that. No. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. Just like I really don't put time into relationships right, that exactly. are just aren't worth putting time into. And that is a great part of being a parent because it's you true. realize that like it's you have the ultimate excuse now. It's such a filter. Is, uh-huh. which is, but it's also a valid it's true. Like you oh, don't have time absolutely. for a lot of things. Yeah. And so you have this ability to be like, I'm sorry, like I can't put time into that relationship now. But that being said, there are people in my life who now I only see a couple times a year. Oh yes. Who I truly, really love and admire and respect totally. who are friends of our family who we get to and we get together and it is a magical awesome and every time time i do that i find myself at the end of it like we need to do this more often because it was such a great like it was just wonderful we all had a great time but you go through a few times of that of of having this great time and then being like oh why don't we do this more frequently and then you realize we don't do it more frequently because we can't there just is not time and that is okay and if you find friends who understand that and who do not like devalue you for that Mm -hmm. and they're like you know what i get it like there's limited time in this world, 
and I was able to sense that there was genuine love and connection there. And it's okay if I don't see them again for a few months or and, for a and year. And the thing is, when with those friends, you can also you see them a year later, and you can pick up exactly you pick where you right left up, off, and, which and, is amazing. And there's no, yeah. you don't harbor any resentment or guilt. And there's a lot of people in in our lives who we really truly love and have been friends with for for a long time who we don't see as much as we used to. But when we do see them, it's a truly fun moment, and it, there's no like anger, and it's like this great. Whereas in the past, like you know, I'd have people accuse me and be like, you know, you're not really like a real friend, you know. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to remove you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, go ahead. Yeah, right. You know what I, I mean? love that, like, that if... that's like a thing with our, our, I guess, our generation and younger. I've seen people who are obsessed about, like, if this happens, if someone unfriends them on Facebook, it's like world shattering. Right. And uh, that's something else I don't get. It's similar to this thing where it's like, is that really, does that at all indicate, you know, your relationships with real people right. in the real world? But anyway, I cut you off again. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, I just think that's exactly what we're talking about. It's, it's like you, there, you, you decide that there are – I think we've talked about this in a previous episode too. But time becomes something that is more quantitatively important mm-hmm. because there is less of it because we're tired and because we have more things pulling time from our – self-time every yes, single day that are right. important and that need to happen uh-huh. like parenting like yeah. like there are very specific even just like the mechanical aspect of parenting like oh. changing diapers yeah like eating like like washing those damn bottles washing everything <laughs> i mean like dinner takes so long now oh, like it is insane man. how much time and i love takes. to cook so like i do it most nights but i'm right. every night i'm like I'm driving myself crazy by doing these, like, you know, fancy... I mean, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> fancy. Sh- the you're, like, doing the taxes, meal for Grace also doing much. all the cooking. Yeah, right, like, oh, while I do it, yeah. It's perfect. No, I mean, well, you know, you it's, know it's, I'm it's, pretty it's good. It's true. You are, you are perfect. It's, true. it's in the liner <laughs> notes for this episode, actually. But it's true. Like, you know, we, we even when we do... Like, my wife, who is getting prepared to go back to school now... Um, she ends up cooking most nights because she's much better at also it than perfect, I am. And also yeah. she's perfect. She does the taxes. Yeah. But also like she has a little bit more time than I do just because I'm in transit coming home from work and she can get things ready. Uh, and so at the, you know that will change when she's back in school again, obviously. And then of I will course. be making most of the meals again and then hopefully we survive that because I don't – you know I might kill everybody in the family with oh, my no. terrible cooking. <laughs> but uh, but for now, you know, usually we depend on, on Micah making the dinner, which is amazing. So that means that I, I try to like pick up the slack with cleanup yeah. and you know kind of – and try to make a real point of getting that done so that she doesn't have to do both ends of that you know, process. But it's also in the midst of – having this finite amount of time with the kids but we don't want the kitchen to be oh, a disaster that balance, zone man. so it's we're like kind of frantically trying to clean trying to like involve the kids in the process Henry's screaming knocking over his high chair <laughs> Jude is throwing chicken wings I'm like you know oh my god and then it's like the the house is just a disaster by this point because yeah. you have because you know Henry is a year and a half basically now and when he eats he basically just wages war on his food you know what I mean <laughs> like he he somehow I mean, ingests how, it that's the primitive like the uh, that's I feel like that's how we're supposed to eat that's the caveman yeah, method. yeah, it's exactly. like the actual paleo diet. You know, yeah. it's like it's just going <laughs> destroy to destroy You just destroy. Uh-huh. So like, you know, he's like throwing things and he's just screaming and he's just moaning and throwing food at the television. You know, it's just like this crazy <laughs> experience. But it, it's also fun. And it's like it, it's like I like the raucous kind of like, you know, that we're engaging yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. we're having a good time. You know, right. But then after it, you like look at the kitchen and it looks like an actual. It's going to take you the rest of the happened. day to clean that up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sun will go down and we'll still be scrubbing it like fucking Cinderella. <laughs> and then you look at the rest of the house. And by this point, even just because they play for a half hour and the house is destroyed by it. Oh, of course. So then it's like, you know, it's getting late and like there's stuff to do. And 
you know, my, I'm not going to have Micah do all that because, uh, like, she's been, you know, making the food and doing all those other things, too. Of so course. I'm trying to pick up some of the slack and getting ready for, for getting them ready for bed and cleaning things up. But also there's stuff that we have to do at mm-hmm. night, you know, like I have to record other podcast episodes and write music and all these other things. So I'm, like, kind of frantically trying to, like, fit all this in and realizing that um, time is very specific now, which <laughs> brings me back to the point that I was in the middle of, is that, like, time is just really specific. Like, you really don't get that much of it. So we finally have this ability to be like, you know what? I am not going to waste time on this. This is something that, yeah. to me, is not worth it. I'm not going to put... There's a wonderful clarifying ability there. There's this crystallization. Mm-hmm. This relationship with this random person is not paying off, so I'm not going to try <laughs> it's anymore. And it's fine. And, like, yeah. you know, I, I'm not going to be an ass about it, but, like... Of course, yeah. I don't want to argue Just about Just let Trump them kind of anymore. float away. Right. Just, float away. just be like, bye, yeah, exactly. bitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I think there is this paradoxical thing where if we can help ourselves uh, slow down and and be more in the moment, you know, whether it's washing dishes or, you know, playing with a stupid puzzle with our kid or (laughs) (laughs) I've never been a fan of puzzles, but Grace is obsessed with them. So I have to. They're Um, hard. They're they're hard. Puzzles are very hard. But I think, you know, just being in the moment and and experiencing it fully, there is, I think, something that happens where it slows down our experience of time and therefore... It all, it just feels a little better. Right. You know? And right. I mean, hey, the times that I can actually get to that place are rare, but I'm shooting for it, and uh, that's the best we can do. You know, there, was a recent, uh, there was a recent experience that we had um, where we got snowed in in New Hampshire, which I also might have brought up, but whatever. I'm sure we're going to repeat ourselves in this podcast yeah. at, some, at some point. But we were basically off the grid for like three days because we had the cyclone bomb. So there was like no like it, we barely had any internet access. We didn't like our phones were barely working. We had like nothing to do except for like the card games that we had brought. And it was the four of us in a cabin that we had rented, mm-hmm. and that to me was so Edenic. I was like, "This is Edenic. what life, tell me what that word means." Like Eden, like like the garden. Oh. It was like just this like perfect, just simple. Yeah, you know, it, it was like this is what if if life could be anything for me. It would be this. It would be <laughs> so true. these people that I love in this beautiful little space with snow falling outside. That's all you need. With nothing to do but have each other's company and to take walks in the snow and to dry off and like laugh and you know. Yeah. And I was like, this is what life looks like to me if it's perfect. So coming back from a trip like that and being thrust back into this insanity that, you know, modern life as a young parent is I was, I think, able to maintain a sense of like, don't forget, like, what makes you actually happy mm. is when you have so much time in the day that you have to like think of things to do with it. Ugh, that's and you the have best to, part like, of play vacation, imaginary yeah. games and like you have to like, and so, so I've definitely tried to hold on to more of that. I like that. And I think if if Edenic. anything, Edenic, good. If there's anything that I've learned in this last year or so of parenting, it's it's that it's that sometimes finding simplicity is much more rewarding than hitting all the marks and being successful in every aspect of my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And fi- feeling like it's okay sometimes to do that, to be like, I can't hang out because it's just too much. Like, I can't. Don't give in to that snake. Don't give in to that snake! Don't do it. Don't eat that Don't apple. Don't eat the apple. Don't eat that, yeah. Just this is, relax. This has been Bible Talk with John and Patrick. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> Come back soon. But, um... Amen. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about FOMO again, but that's, uh... Yeah, I think time and sleep, you know, they're going to keep coming up. (laughs) They are. Hey, you know, by the time this episode drops, we will have a Facebook group and uh, and a website and things like that. And so we we encourage you guys listening to this, if you haven't already joined, to join and share. And um, if you're interested in coming on as a guest or blogging or doing any of that, 
we really would love, especially dad's perspectives, but basically, you know, anybody who has similar experiences or wants to contribute. Yeah. Sort of life Anyone experience. Can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, let us know and make sure you, you know, like us on Facebook. Uh, and we uh, have a lot of cool stuff planned. And now that this podcast is kind of up and running, um, we'll hopefully have more interaction with, with you guys. So, yeah, really before looking we go, forward I just to that. To make sure we said that. Um, feel free to email us too, just winging it dads at gmail.com. Uh, we went with the Gmail free option at the moment, but you know, maybe someday we'll get real. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably, Probably not. Dot I love Gmail. We'll get a dot edu. Uh, Google, another sponsor. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they okay, Google. Uh, uh, you know, the last thing I'll say briefly is we that this, actually just activated my phone. I just oh my god, your phone it. is literally going off. Yeah. When when Micah says, "Are you serious?" which we didn't realize she said so much, but she apparently says all the time, "Siri goes off yeah. in our house," <laughs> and so like she'll be like, "Are you serious?" and like nine devices go ding ding. Oh man, we got to like, talk about the voice and the technology stuff because yeah, Grace with Alexa, it's hilarious. Yeah. So, and also Alexa, terrific product. Amazon.com, Prime, easy shipping. Thank you very much. Yeah, Jeff. credit card. Just got the credit card too. It's great. Just, it's, just, it's just, what are the, you know, the options are unlimited. Yeah. I mean, between Apple, which is such a wonderful product family. Yeah, we're, we're corporate shills. We should probably cut it now. We probably should. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, this was fun. Talk to you later.